0: Welcome to Coach S.G. and Friends, where we discuss topics that help you have a better relationship with yourself and others. I am Coach S.G., otherwise known as your joyful friend. I'm a relationship coach and life mentor, an entrepreneur and speaker. I'm based out of Los Angeles, but originally from Brooklyn, New York. I love great music, deep conversations, And inspiring people to live their best emotional lives and create their most amazing love story. So, we want to welcome you to our podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back. Welcome back to this week's podcast. So, this week we're going to be talking about how do you love on each other through joy and inspiration instead of pain and suffering. If you're anything like me, uh, you might have been conditioned to believe that relationships are a struggle, and the harder you struggle, uh, the more value it has um, and I want to invite you to look at relationships in a different way have a different idea about relationships so how do we do that how do we love on each other through joy and inspiration first that has to be the focus of the experience that you want to have I know in the last episode we talked about relationships being a shared experience and they just aren't experienced they're not good or bad and you can extract good from it or you can extract bad from it Uh, but there's always a lesson so how do we do this how do we love on each other to join inspiration so first of all it has to be the focus that has to be the shared experience that you guys want you want to love on each other to join inspiration and not pain and suffering that you really want a beautiful experience in this relationship and you know everybody gets in a relationship with the idea that it was gonna that it's gonna last forever Um, I know for me every relationship that I got into I got into with the idea that it was going to last forever but sometimes things don't last forever and It's not really about making them last forever as much as it's about making sure you have the best experience Possible in that relationship so you can learn and you can grow and you can become the person that you're looking to become So how do we love on each other through joy and inspiration we do that through making sure that that's our focus also making sure that we are talking to our partner to figure out what kind of relationship experience they're looking for you want to know what it feels like to love on each other in a deeper way to connect more deeply to minimize the amount of disagreements that you have and to make sure that the trajectory of your relationship is going towards you know what you're desiring and not managing you know what's going wrong because that's kind of what we do right we start to manage what's going wrong instead of really focusing on what we want our future to feel like what takes away from joy and inspiration is when you're in fear and when you're in you know when you're emotionally dependent and when you're um, you know not clear about what you want and when you're having a hard time communicating and when you don't know what your boundaries are and when you're not focused on you, you know the the interesting part about relationships is, is it's this um this beautiful balance between making sure your needs are met and making sure they're also getting their needs met as well. But it's not for you to fulfill their needs; it's for you to support them in the, in what they need. But really, what you're trying to do is you guys are trying to come together to share love, to share resources, to share. Um, you know, to cohabitate, to learn about each other, to 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 love more deeply. I would assume the reason that you're getting into a relationship is to love more deeply, is to have some beautiful experiences, it's to have this soul connection, it's to uh, create beautiful things together. You know, the idea about a relationship, see, this is what happens when we get into a relationship. We meet somebody, we like them, and then we have an idea of what relationships are supposed to be. And we keep constantly want to fit them into that template. If you meet someone and, you know, you like them and everything's going well, we start to analyze whether they fit into our template or not. Instead of getting really clear with this person about, like, what kind of experience do you want to have in your relationship? So how do you want to expand How do you wanna love deeply? What do you wanna experience? You know, those are the things, those are those high level thoughts that we don't think about. You know, we just get in a relationship and kind of see how it goes and we try to, you know, use the tools that we have to get us through things. But it's really important to connect with your partner and, and ask like, what kind of experience are you looking to have in this relationship? And how can I help support that? Because when two people get into a relationship, You know they have their own personal desires they have their own personal needs and then you know the other person has their own personal desires and needs and then you know we're trying to uh, create this beautiful love and life story together but oftentimes we're not talking to each other about what that looks like so how do you love on each other through joy and inspiration is that you've got to figure out what takes away your joy in the relationship and oftentimes, we think it's the person's behavior. If they just acted better, I would feel joyful. <laughs> but that's not actually so. Joy comes from inside. It's where your your God source is. It's where your, your spirit lies. And if your focus is to love on each other, through joy and inspiration, then you have to figure out what's limiting you from, from being joyful from growing more deeply as a couple from being great at teamwork you've got to figure those things out so we got to figure out what steals our joy and oftentimes what steals our joy is our disagreements right so there or, or somebody's behavior in a relationship like your partner does something that you don't like and you don't know what to do about it you get frustrated and you don't know how to handle it and it it just causes a lot of fix, friction so there's two things that I want you to focus on in order to love on each other through more joint with more joy and inspiration is you've got to remember that you got to take care of you. Your partner should not be responsible for filling you up with love and filling you up with it you know with security and filling you up with all these things. You got to make sure because you know when we're in a relationship, I mean when we're single, We can do all kinds of things by ourselves, and then all of a sudden we get into a relationship and you know we become emotionally dependent so we want to make sure that we're doing things that allows us to be free in the relationship that allows us to have a lot of compassion allows us to be good listeners um you know all these things are going to be the things that help us to expand so what you want to do is make sure that you're focused on taking care of your needs You've got to come to the relationship hole. And if you're in a relationship now and you're feeling like you're not whole uh, because your partner is, you know, doing things other than the experience that you want to have, then you really got to turn inward and you really got to get clear about what it is that you want, how to make yourself happy. You know, what are those things that are that's stopping you from growing? Because it's not your partner. You know your partner is just they're they're outside of you they you know they're not inside of you they're outside of you and you really have to make a decision that you're going to show up to share love and to share growth and to share like these magnificent experiences that you've never had and the only way that you're going to do that is first you got to take care of yourself you really have to understand what you need and this is where it gets tricky right because we get into a relationship and then we get together and then right and we just want to move like this is what you do in a relationship you cohabitate you share finances you build a you know get a house together you build you know uh, a business together there's all these things that you're deciding that you want to have but you've got to really find out if the other person wants these things and then if they want to say you want to buy a house together you got to ask them like what kind of experience do you want to have buying this house together if you're not clear if you're not uh talking to each other and and setting up and preparing for expansion and for love and for joy if you're not preparing for that you're just assuming it's going to happen because you guys are together and usually it becomes clear when you have a disagreement right when you're you know everything's going great you and that person's together you're sharing love and everything is great and then uh, something happens Right. That that puts you in a ditch a little bit. And, you know, so you want to work on how you communicate. You want to work on your connection. So let's talk about that. So one thing, the first thing I want you to work on is your connection. You know, when you're first together, connection is easy. Because it's new. You're curious about the person. You want to learn everything about them. You're a good listener. You're flexible. You're patient. You know, you're really interested in, in who they are. But once you get into a relationship, you start to, you know, you've been with them for a while. So you know them a little bit more. You know, you don't ask as many questions. You're not as curious. You get to see their daily behavior. You start to make judgments. Because in the beginning it's easy it gets harder as you become a couple and you're together more often and you you know you're in your habits and you you know you got everything that you're doing every day but you want to be really intentional about your connection so the way that you're intentional about your connection is by understanding what it is what connects you to your partner and making sure you're doing those things that that expand you as a couple and that lights you up and make sure you're having romantic dinners and make sure that you're um intentional about this you know when when you have private time to meet your own physical needs but also to you know give pleasure to your partner and if you're not doing these things intentionally sometimes they can just get lost in the everyday habits and the everyday stuff that we do you go to work i go to work You know, we eat dinner, we watch TV. I don't watch TV, but we watch TV, you know, and you have this habit that you're doing every day, but you're not really focused on making sure that you're fulfilling each other, making sure you're intentional about the experience that you want to have, and that you're really just like, just like you focus on your job and you focus on your fitness, like you have to focus on making sure your relationship is beautiful. Yeah, time allows you to relax if it allows you to get comfortable with your partner it allows you to um, get to know them in a different way so i want you to ask yourself how do you connect with your partner like what what are the things that you do to make sure that you're connecting with your partner like you know, do you, have, you cook dinner together? Do you go on romantic uh, evenings together? Do you go on trips together? You know, do you have deep conversations? It's different for, for every couple, so don't try to mimic another couple. Figure out what it is that connects you to your partner, what connects them to you, and make sure that you're doing more of that so you're strengthening your connection. The other thing that you wanna do is you wanna minimize your disagreement. Because disagreements are what, like, kind of start to uh, tear at our foundation, right? We have these disagreements, and sometimes we go at each other. And disagreements can go really well, or they can go really bad. But give yourself ease, give yourself um, patience, give yourself compassion and kindness to get through your disagreements. Because sometimes it may be somebody you absolutely love and you adore. But y'all can't, see, y'all cannot agree on this topic. And it's not about agreement. It's not about agreeing with your partner every time because you're not going to agree every time. It's really about figuring out how you can move through this obstacle, find the solution that works for the two of you, understand what it is that you both need in this moment, and just be compassionate to each other during this time. Usually that's not what we do. We just fight more, you know, we want to be right. We want them to see our point. You know, we need to clarify, you know, we take them personally, we get frustrated. I still do that. Even though I know all this information, you know, I still, you know, there's different topics that are just more, um, you know, they trigger me more than others. So it's about having compassion for your partner and yourself during the times of disagreement. You gotta know that it's giving you a lot of clarity about your boundaries, about your standards, about your needs, about how to love on your partner differently, what they need from you, what you need from them. But usually that's not what we're trying to figure out during a disagreement. We're trying to get through the problem, right? There's some problem in our relationship that's causing us to be off balance, whether it's, you know, they're spending too much money or you feel like they're, you know, selfish and not thinking about you and only think about themselves. Or you feel like their tension is on someone else other than the relationship. So it's really about understanding that when you come together to have a disagreement, that you got to make sure that this disagreement is is happening through joy and inspiration. Now that's hard. That's really hard. It's hard to do when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling angry. When you're feeling like someone is is not doing what they said they were going to do, um, it's really hard to do that. But, you know, what you've got to do is make sure that you're doing things to make sure that you show up in the disagreement as the person you want to be, as the person you want to become. You know, one of the things that, you know, has been a struggle for me for years is, you know, when I'm having a disagreement with someone, you joyful, friend. You know, when I'm having a disagreement with someone, if I feel like we are so polarized in how we're thinking about this, I used to get so like frustrated because I thought like, if I just communicate it better, if I just say the right words, if I you know, was trying to have them understand. And now I don't necessarily need them to understand if they're not open to understanding. What I need to do is understand what I'm feeling, what I need, and how I want to show up in this exchange, in this dynamic, in this connection. So, so say you're fighting with a partner about a certain subject. Maybe it's about money. Maybe it's about um, you know the time that they're spending with other. You know, maybe you don't feel like they're giving you all the time that you need. Um, or maybe there's like you know there's a you want the relationship. You know, you're ready to buy the house and you're ready to, for the next steps and they're not ready for the next steps. You don't want to have a disagreement when you're frustrated, when you're angry, when you haven't regulated yourself, when you haven't really sat back and thought about who you want to be in this exchange, in this dynamic, and you're not sure about what your, your needs are. Because we just fight. We fight because we want them to change. We don't fight because we need some kind of support from them, right? What you wanna do is make sure that you're taking that time. And you can't do this perfectly. Sometimes you won't realize that until you're in the disagreement and you realize you're not adding value to this discussion, that you're just frustrated, you're angry, you're hurt. I know that when I'm angry and when I'm hurt and when I'm frustrated, I can't listen i can't listen with the intent to understand i can't listen with the intent to um solve the problem when i'm in my emotions but sometimes that's the best that i can do in the moment and it's okay but what you want to do is you want to create an environment where everybody's in the solution and they got to know that that's the goal the goal is to minimize the impact of this disagreement and the goal is not to agree but it's to find a solution that works for the two of you right because sometimes you're just not going to agree you like you know i had a situation where someone was feeling like um you know i didn't show up for them in a certain way let's just say that we make it general so nobody thinks i'm talking about them so instead of telling me how they needed me to show up they were just complaining about how I didn't show up and what happens when you complain about how I don't show up you know then I start to get defensive I start to defend myself about no I did show up and here's how I showed up and then you know you're fighting to agree and you're not gonna agree it doesn't matter if that's not what my intent was and that's how they took it or whatever I want to seek to understand what i could do differently in this situation and what they really needed from me in that moment because oftentimes we're fighting about stuff that we just want our partner to be different but there's not anything that we really need (laughs) it's just activating something within us and we've got to figure out why it's activating things within us so like if you're you feel like your partner is like not being mindful of you um is really reactive to you too like you know it, this the saddest thing is when two people are reacting to each other that's how you stay in the problem is when you're talking about the problem you're, you're clarifying who did it right and you're trying to agree you're trying to get them to understand why you chose what you chose but sometimes they're just not going to they're not going to and that's okay they don't have to but there has to be a shared goal, a shared vision. Like, what do you want out of this? And mostly it's you want a solution. You want a solution. And you want them to understand how what it's triggering within you, right? So that's important. That's how you talk about needs. That's how you, you know, you know, clarify boundaries. That's how you let them get to know how what it is to love you and what it is for you to feel loved because people are coming to the relationship loving how they know. They don't know how you need to be loved specifically. They don't know, you know, what experience you had prior to them. They don't know what triggers you. You know, after they've been with you for a while, they may be interested in knowing, but they may not have the tools or they may not have had a relationship like this before. Like you've got to believe that people have the best intentions. You know, they don't come to the relationship trying to manipulate and to uh to be selfish and to not get anything out of it because it doesn't give them any value when you're not happy it doesn't give them any value either so it's not like it works out in their favor so really it's about like figuring out how you get through these opportunities like i said you want to figure out your connection how do you connect with your partner and be intentional about your connection instead of being in your daily habits right because we're in our daily habits we watch TV at a certain time we get up at a certain time we make dinner at a certain time and then what happens is we become so routine that there's no excitement anymore there's no um, intentionality about how we're connecting so I want to encourage you to figure out how you connect with your partner and add a lot of quality time to the calendar for connection and if you're just fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting so you can't get to connection right now, then you want to make sure that you are trying to minimize the uh, disagreements. And the way that you minimize the impact of the disagreements is that you've got to remember how you want to show up in a disagreement. How do you want to show up? Do you want to show up mindful? Do you want to show up as a good listener? Do you want to show up being solution-minded? Do you want to show up trying to figure out what you need, what they need, and how you can come together as a team so that everybody can be happy. And, you know, sometimes you can't do what makes everybody happy. It's just not possible. But if that's the idea, the idea is to try to make sure everybody's satisfied, then you're more likely to get to satisfaction that way than to believe that, well, not everybody can be satisfied. You know, somebody has to be unhappy. And that's not true. Um, You know, that's where you have to elicit more creativity from each other. Like, this is our problem right now. You know, whatever it is, say it's like, you feel like the person spends more time outside of the relationship than inside of the relationship. You don't want to come to them and like, with all your feelings and all your hurt and all your your panic and your fear. Because when you start a conversation from panic, from fear, from frustration, it's not gonna go well. You're not gonna be able to listen to them. You're not gonna be able to get to get to the solution. It's really important for you to understand when you're escalating, You know when you're being judgmental. And the only way to do this is by doing work on yourself. I know for me personally that's why i meditate that's why i learn how to do emotional regulation um and i still don't show up per, uh, perfectly in my relationship but that's my goal so you know i reset really quickly and i you know and i figure out ways that i can be better so that i can have a deeper love so that i can have a deeper connection and when my partner or, you know, anybody I'm in a relationship with, whether it's not romantic, you know, whether it's family or friends or whatever, if they feel like I'm not showing up in the best way that I could, you know, I need to ask questions. What is it that you need from me? And I've got to determine if I can give them that. Because sometimes those needs are coming from emotional dependency, they're coming from fear, they're coming from, you know, old ideas of what relationships are supposed to be instead of them really being intentional about creating the relationship that you and that person have. I'm really passionate about people creating a relationship that works for the two of them instead of putting your relationship in this box of what it's supposed to be. Um, Because when you put your relationship in a box of what it's supposed to be, but you guys might not be there yet. You've got to figure out how you can make your relationship be successful, where you're looking at the positives and not the negatives, where you're not sitting in the disagreements, but you're moving forward towards the goals that you want, towards the experiences that you want. You've got to tell yourself, like, who do I need to be in this instance to enjoy myself? And it may be you've got to pull a more patient person. You've got to pull a person that is more focused on what's going right than what's going wrong. You've got to pull from that person who's more open and more flexible. So you've gotta grow. You've gotta grow. No matter what, you are growing. And so the relationship has value for you because when your partner doesn't show up how you want them to, you still grow. You still grow if you focus on you and extract a lesson, but if you feel like a victim and you feel like people are doing stuff to you and you feel, uh, You know, disrespected and disregarded and da-da-da-da-da. You start to, you become a victim. You become disempowered. Now, don't confuse this with really honing in on what you feel. Honor your feelings. Feelings are your facts. They're not facts to everybody, but they're your facts. And you got to let them be your facts. If you're having a feeling, honor it. Acknowledge it. Don't judge it. Don't let anybody else judge it. They're your feelings. They they are born out of maybe some past trauma. They're born out of some past experience. They're born out of your thinking. They're born out of all kinds of things. But they're your feelings. And you have to honor those. So you can't make them right and wrong. You just have to honor that that's how I feel. I feel disrespected. I feel disregarded. I feel like they're not mindful of me. Whatever it is. like And honor that. But don't go to them and tell them that you're not disrespecting me, you're not honoring me, na na na. Nah. You wanna first like understand why you feel disrespected and dishonored. Because oftentimes it's because it's providing clarity for you of what you prefer instead. So now you can have a, a conversation about needs, about boundaries, about the experience that you wanna have not about your powerlessness and your victimhood. You know, you don't wanna come to a a disagreement blaming somebody for your emotions when those are your emotions. Yes, they triggered it and you want them to be mindful. So the reason that you're having the conversation is so that they could be mindful. And if they choose not to be mindful, then that's more clarity for you. That's more clarity about how they operate and who they are and how they want to show up it's not real clarity about like you gotta like i gotta say it differently and i gotta do it more like it's clarity around like okay maybe they're not the person yet doesn't mean you have to leave them because you know and i do this too you know this has been uh you know even as a relationship coach i'm a relationship coach and not because i do things perfectly. But I really understand what it's like to be in a relationship and to have a lot of friction and want to get through it and to really love your partner, but you can't get past it. You feel like you don't have the tools. I mean, there was times where I felt like I was pulling every tool, every tool from my toolbox, and it wasn't working because I was trying to fix them. I was trying to fix the problem instead of going within. And saying to myself, This is giving me a great opportunity to understand that I need something different in this moment. I need to be supported differently. That whatever they're doing is affecting me, but it's giving me clarity around my boundaries and it's giving me clarity around how I wanna show up and who I want you know, to have a dynamic with. It's not about you um, crucifying somebody for what they've done to you. And I know that's hard to understand and It's even somehow it's hard sometimes for me to understand because you know, for most people, you know, they don't affect me as much as say my partner or my mom or my somebody who's really close to me, that I I seek their approval, I seek their love, I seek their support, I seek their feedback, and because I'm seeking all these things, and maybe they at that time they cannot give me what I need, I can't make them responsible for what i'm feeling at the moment i have to understand what it's like to get myself up the emotional scale so i know i've talked about this before and in the last episode somebody had mentioned like what do you what do you do to get yourself up the emotional scale that's a whole nother like podcast and maybe i'll do that in the next podcast but that's your work that's your work at making sure that you're showing up to be a good listener so if you're trying to be a good listener you can't be taking shit personally, right? We do this often, right? Because people, maybe they'll judge us or they'll say things that hurt our feelings and, you know, and we start to take it personally. Your work is to try not to take things so personally. The way that you do that is by doing that inner work where you're doing your affirmations every day that you're, you know, you're a great person and that you're beautiful and all that. And to also have compassion for yourself when you don't show up as your best self. Even as a relationship coach, sometimes I don't show up as my best self in my relationship. But what it tells me is I'm still growing. I'm still learning. There's some things I still have to work on. And it gives me a great opportunity to see that and to want to experience something different. But if I'm in a relationship with somebody who is not interested in being in the solution and being in joy and all that stuff, they may mirror back to me my shortcomings. They may judge me, they may feel some type of way, they may feel like I'm not my best self or whatever, and they wanna maybe hold me accountable for who they think I am. And if I'm not doing that inner work where I'm doing affirmations and I'm really filling up my spirit and, and focusing on what I need so that I can articulate it to someone, then i'll get taken off my path really really quickly and i'll make them responsible for how i'm feeling you got to focus on your connection as a couple so figure out what it is that you and you and your partner do that really connect you it could be your daily activities you might you both might really love cooking and you guys do that together and that's how you connect so do more of that how you deepen connection is allowing your partner to be vulnerable to not do it perfectly you know i don't know how many times i've been in a relationship with someone and maybe you know they were trying to get their idea out or they're trying to communicate with me but because i needed them to do it in a certain way in a certain you know tone and you know whatever it made it really hard for them to experience having a disagreement with me and doing it in the way that works for them not necessarily for me but sometimes we've got to have this disconnection so that we understand the things that we have to work on the way you love on each other through joy and inspiration is by focusing on being joyful and inspiring so if you're in your dis- disagreements being judgmental saying things that you can't take back now people hold it on to that stuff or reacting to who your your partner is because you know i'm i'm good at like just i'm boning out <laughs> like i'm good you don't want to be with me i'm good you know i'll bone out and then you know that could make somebody feel like they're not important that you don't want them everybody's doing their best that they, they can so it's really important that you are focusing on you know being as joyful as possible that during disagreements It requires more compassion, a high level of compassion, a high level of listening skills, a high level of wanting to be in the solutions so that we can repair what is happening in a relationship. Because it's not so much about the disagreements. We're going to have disagreements. That's just what's going to happen. But it's really about... Focusing on how you repair. That's the part we don't know how to do because when we get into a disagreement, we start we just it is just a lot of friction. I didn't do that, you didn't do that, and I I didn't do that, and you know, and it's really not about having a higher higher faculties about what you want to happen in this disagreement. You're trying to understand boundaries, you're trying to understand. What makes your partner feel vulnerable? What your partner needs so that you can help support them in their needs, not fulfill their needs, but support them in their needs. And sometimes, after you've been together for a while, or you know you've been together for some time, that disagreement starts to settle in because you know you you guys want different things, maybe at different times, and that's okay. It's absolutely okay to want different things at different times. But what you got to do is. Get creative about your teamwork and how you're gonna find a solution. So so the way we love on each other to do drawing inspiration is by focusing on being joyful and being inspiring when we connect all the time. We you know we gotta be intentional. And you know what the thing is is when you're learning new skills, it's a mechanical at first. So you may have to schedule this connection time. You may have to schedule a time where you do a vision exercise together you know not because you're trying to work through problems but because you just want to expand and love and joy and 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 soul connection and you want to you improve your intimacy that's why you're doing it so you want to be happy about this you want to be inspired about going towards what you really really want so the more that you're joyful about it and the more you're inspired by it you cannot keep having disagreements that don't have inspiration in them that don't have a a solution mind in it that is you know it's hurtful uh, and you're saying hurtful things to each other you know you've got to understand when your partner is starting to escalate that you need to de-escalate and if you're starting to escalate that your partner needs to understand that they you know they they've got to de-escalate the situation it's not about being right and working through this problem necessarily at the time it's really about how do we repair with kindness and compassion and mindfulness and understanding and better listening skills and to love deeply and unconditionally not to make your partner different than who they are you know, when we, you know, I'm not the same person I, I was even last year. You know, I'm growing. Every day I'm growing. So my needs are changing. Different things, you know, I need at different times. And if I'm not talking to my partner, if we're not connecting, this can go awry and it could just make us disconnect disconnect and you really want to minimize the disconnection so those are the two things you want to focus on your connection and you want to minimize the amount of disagreements that you have focus on maximizing what connects you like what are the things that you do really well together keep doing those things keep celebrating those things keep adding you know keep being grateful for those things intentionally say thank you for those things appreciating those things because the more you focus on what your strengths are as a couple and and minimizing what disconnects you and learning when you disconnect how to repair how to be great uh, teamwork you know the reason that we can't be great at teamwork is because we want our partners to do teamwork like we do teamwork instead of figuring out how they do teamwork how you do teamwork and how you guys as a couple can get together and just make the most amazing life and love story that you can. And, you know, the thing is, is that sometimes relationships don't last forever. I know that's, you know, I don't mean to bring this down, but sometimes relationships don't last forever, but they're there to give you guidance. They're there to give you feedback. They're there to give you information. It's it's always telling you something about you. We want it to be the person like they did this to me and they you know, and then we tell somebody and they confirm. Yeah, that's not that's not good. They shouldn't do that to you. But that's not getting you to more joy and inspiration. That's getting you to more powerlessness. That's getting you to more. You know broken relationships that's not getting you the experience that you want you're not getting no lessons out of that so that the next time you get into this experience it's not about having a different person it's about you being a different person in that exchange you know if it doesn't work out and you have to go to another relationship you don't feel bitter you don't feel like they took all this time from you because you were actively working on You know, having the best experience possible with this person. You know, I don't want you to feel bad about who you are. And if as a couple, you guys are struggling, you know, we get embarrassed that we're struggling. We don't want people to know it's okay to struggle. It's okay have some compassion for yourself you have an old vibration and and sometimes that old vibration takes over that old conditioning takes over and these old habits take over and you got to start some new habits and you know the first thing I would say is focus on you first understand what you need understand how to communicate that understand what you want to experience with your partner and talk about those things and not what your partner's doing to you because the more you talk about what your partner's doing to you the more they defend the more they feel responsible for you for who you are and, and what's happening in your life and we really have to get to a point where we can be emotionally independent so that we can make a beautiful life together so that's my tidbit for today i want you to walk away from this podcast feeling like you can have this amazing relationship with the person that you're with and maybe maybe it doesn't seem like it at the time but if you shift they'll shift but if you keep reacting to them and they keep reacting to you nothing is going to change nothing's going to be different it's all going to be just the same stuff The, the best way to to um, influence and experience, a shared experience is by you changing, by you being clear about what you want, what you want to draw out of, con- out of the connection. If you want to draw more vulnerability from your partner, better listening skills, uh, more love, a deeper connection, then you have to influence that. You can't respond to who they are. Listen, I still do that in my life. I just don't do it as much, but I still do that in my life. And and personal relationships that are you know people that you love and that you're close to those are the ones that it's the hardest and just be kind to yourself be kind to your partner and decide that you want to love someone through joy and inspiration instead of pain and suffering that's a decision that you have to make so thank you for uh tuning into this podcast i'll see you next week and i look forward to talking to you if you have any questions or you have anything you want me to answer just put it below i know in the last episode somebody had mentioned or angela had mentioned that she wanted me to talk more about moving up the emotional scale you know i'll I'll talk about that at some point in this podcast but you know not right now we you know we're doing things in bite size um ways but really this is about making sure that you're focusing on yourself that you're giving yourself what what it need, what you need that you're doing your daily affirmations that you're meditating that you're feeding your soul that you're You know, not working from a deficit in your relationship and waiting for your partner to fill that deficit. And when they don't fill that deficit, it feels devastating. I know it feels devastating when they choose somebody else or they want to do something else and it feels like they're not choosing you. But you've got to be filling up your cup and filling up yourself and learning how to emotionally regulate, to pick new uh, positive thoughts so that you can come to the relationship not feeling so damaged by them but that you can ask for what you need and you can articulate it and you can share the experience you want and you can decide if they're the person that can show up and and you guys can give each other this experience and if they can't they can't you know that's okay you you already still got skills that you you can take to another relationship so this is really about like just loving on each other through joy and inspiration not making things so hard. You got together with this person because you wanted to love more, because you wanted to love more deeply, because you wanted to have great sex, (laughs) because you wanted to enjoy yourself, you wanted to travel, you wanted to build a foundation that both of you feel stable on. That has to be A shared conversation that has to be something that you're creating together before you can get to that creation sometimes you got to get to a place where you're just allowing each other to be vulnerable allowing each other to 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 make mistakes allowing each other to to not know how to love you the way you need to be loved but that you're gonna teach them what it is and they've got to be open to listening Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to uh, talking to you next week. And if you feel like this podcast had at any value, go ahead and click like and share. Leave a comment below um, because we're doing this together. You know, I'm growing and learning and I'm sharing my lessons and blessings with you as I learn and I grow too. So have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>